Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Kilowatt. My name is Bodie, and I am your host, and we are back to our regularly scheduled programs. I got my laptop back, and we are good to go. So uh, I'm excited to start this off again. Today, we have news. Friday, we're going to have news. And then next Tuesday, we'll start back into the earnings calls. So let's go ahead and jump into our news. If you live in the United States, you can now lease a Kia EV6 for $399 a month. Of course, that depends on how much you put down. Um, by the way, if you want to release, if you want to lease, excuse me, an Ionic 5, you can do that for the same amount of money. Just visit your Hyundai or Kia dealer for more information. But still, pretty affordable way to get a car and you might qualify for that $7,500 tax credit, so check with your dealer. A class action lawsuit has been filed against Kia, Hyundai, and Genesis over faulty charging ports for their electric vehicles. This involves the Ionic 5, the Ionic 6, the Kia EV6, and the Genesis GV60. The lawsuit claims that it takes five to seven hours longer to charge the offending vehicles on a level two charger than advertised. That is problematic. There's also an issue with the charging ports overheating um, in as little as 30 minutes. They're overheating. If overheating does occur, the charging amperage drops from 48 amps to 28 amps. And occasionally, and it sounds like more than occasionally, the charging session fails. A software update was released, but the lawsuit claims that it was little more than a Band-Aid. The lawsuit also claims that Hyundai, you know, Kia Genesis, violated the Computer Fraud and Abuse Act. Uh, they also violated the California Computer Data Access and Fraud Act and violated uh, applicable... <laughs> a hard word applicable state consumer protection laws that's a that's pretty wide net they're casting there uh, of course this just because the lawsuit claims they violated it doesn't mean they did so we'll see how this plays out uh, in the courts and we'll get back to you when we get a resolution lucid motors currently has three separate recalls involving 
6,200 Lucid Airs. The first recall is due to a backup camera either loading slowly or not loading at all. So that one's not that big of a deal. The second is uh, the car doesn't give a warning when a power module inverter fails. Even though this is a rare occurrence, um, they're recalling it. It can be fixed with an over-the-air update. And then uh, the windshield wipers can stop functioning, which is the third recall. If you happen to own a Lucid Air, then you should be notified here shortly. Back in June, we talked about Nikola and their semi-trucks catching fire behind their headquarters in Tempe, Arizona. Nikola has released the preliminary investigation results of the battery fire. This was done by a reputable third-party investigator. And it turns out a coolant leak inside the battery pack was found to be the probable cause of the fire. Pretty sure we talked about this uh, shortly after the battery fire. Uh, There was a story that involved this same thing. I'm pretty sure this is that. Um, moving on, a similar event occurred on August 10th at uh, Nicholas Coolidge, Arizona factory with an engineering validation truck. So we have two incidences in two months. Nicholas internal investigations found that the Leica culprit is a single supplier component found within the battery pack. Only two trucks have experienced this thermal event out of 3,100 trucks total. So, you know, relatively low statistically that this is going to happen. Although who knows in, in another year, maybe they all catch on fire. The investigation did result in a recall of 209 class eight Nikola tray battery electric vehicles. And just to stay on the bad news train here, Nikola has just named its fourth CEO in four years. Steven Gursky will be the new CEO. Um, I looked at his LinkedIn. There was nothing that I found notable other than that he worked for GM for like seven years uh, from like 2007 to 2014 or something like that. Uh, Good luck to Steven, the old CEO whose name I'm not remembering off the top of my head. He is going back to Europe to take care of an elderly family member not elderly, an ailing family member. Let's move on to some General Motors news. GM said that they would extend production on the Chevy Bolt and Bolt EUV by about a month. Production on the Bolt and EUV was scheduled to end on November 7th. GM is now saying that they will extend production into December. That will end the era of LG-based Chevy Bolts. So LG built the battery management system, the batteries, and a bunch of other stuff that goes in the Chevy Bolt. The next generation Chevy Bolt will use Ultium batteries and drive units, but we don't know exactly when those Ultium Bolts are going to come out. And honestly, I'm wondering if the if this extension of, of production for the Chevy Bolt doesn't have anything to do with GM having a difficult time with the Ultium platform and getting it up and running and getting vehicles out the door. The EV production numbers aren't going to look all that great after GM ends production of their best-selling EV, which is the Chevy Bolt. Like, I don't have the most recent data of how many Chevy Bolts have been sold, but as of 
I think it was April, it was like 70,000 bolts had been sold. If you're going to compare 70,000 bolts versus a handful of, you know, um, Hummer EVs and Cadillac Lyrics, their EV numbers are going to shrink drastically if they can't get that Ultium platform up and running, at least in the short term. So I told you that story about the Chevy Bolts, so I can tell you this story. GM's chief financial officer, Paul Jacobson, spoke at J.P. Morgan's investor conference last week, and he mentioned that GM is still struggling with the production ramp of their EVs. In 2022, GM stated that they were expected to build about 25,000 Cadillac Lyrics at their Spring Hill, Tennessee plant. GM has delivered less than expected. We're talking 2,400 in total, with a 1,000 of those being built in July of 2023. So um, their Ultium platform is definitely uh, 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 having some issues, getting it ramped up and, and out the door. Uh, but there's not all bad news for GM. GM and EVgo have deployed 1,000 DC fast chargers. And originally, the goal was to deploy 2,700 individual stalls across 40 metro areas by 2025. But GM actually updated that goal to deploy 3,250 individual charging stalls in 52 metro areas. So congrats to GM and EVgo. GM has also unveiled a new vehicle-to-home charging system. The first vehicle to support this vehicle-to-home charging system will be the 2024 Chevy Silverado EV RST, which is not currently being sold. I'm sure all of the other Ultium EVs will eventually support this vehicle-to-home. GM just needs to build them. So we'll see what happens with that. All right, that's it for EV news. Let's go ahead and thank the people who support the show on Patreon or ACAST Plus. Let's start off with David Ravi. Ravi, if this isn't your name, I'm only going off your email, so please email me and let me know. Jerbo, Sean, James with True North EVs podcast. It's a great podcast. You should check it out. Cameron, Sierra, Tommaso, Bruce C., Isaiah, Jeffrey, Friendly Sleet 66, Alan, Christopher, Jamie, Scott, Nick, Charles, Gene, Mo Cowbell, Stephen, Jerry, Bruce, Jessica Kirsch. If you go to youtube.com forward slash Jessica Kirsch, K-I-R-S-H, you can see what Jessica's doing at Starbase. Rolando, Chris, Don, Mark, Nate, Dale, Chip, Mr. Muskie, Howard, Steve, Joseph, Alex, Don, Chris B., and Electron Raceway Fabricator. Thank you all so much for supporting this show. I really appreciate it. If you want to be a part of this group and thanked every month, go to patreon.com forward slash kilowatt, or you can look for the link in the show notes and you'll see the ACAST Plus uh, link as well as the Patreon link in the show notes. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot maybe your new best friend. 
But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. All right, let's go ahead and move on to our Tesla news Tesla CFO Zachary Kirkhorn has left Tesla. He was there for 13 years. We don't know why he's leaving, but he's 39 years old with a boatload of opportunity and money, so he'll be fine. The release of the newly updated Model 3 codenamed Highland is close. How close, I have no idea, and neither does everyone else, which is why I feel confident by saying it's close, because eventually it'll happen if I say it enough times. Eventually, it will be close. Uh, When I was saying it back in the beginning of July, I was not close. But now that I'm saying this closer to September, I'm closer. Anyway, I'm guessing it'll be released sometime in October. Tesla has been systematically shutting down operations to retool their production plants across the world. Uh, So that makes the most amount of sense that after the retooling has completed, that they'll release it in the fourth quarter. And that'll be a nice fourth quarter bump sales wise for Tesla because it's a new Tesla. It's a new Model 3 and people are going to want it. Speaking of Tesla being close to things, Tesla is close to breaking ground at Giga Mexico. I didn't have a better way for that transition to go. Sorry about that. Tesla's plant in Mexico will produce their most affordable EV. We don't have any official numbers on cost or range or anything like that, so we'll just kind of move on. But groundbreaking is occurring or close to occurring. They're just waiting on a few more permits. They're almost there. We're seeing a lot more images of Cybertruck lately. It's driving around. We've seen the tiny frunk, uh, bulky tires. It's all been very flirtatious. You know, a a little shoulder here, a little knee there. Give me a little ankle. Uh, It makes sense that we're seeing this. Elon said that the delivery event is going to be in September. We're almost in September. So we're going to see more of this truck as we get closer. What I would like to see is actual specs and prices. That'd be great. But, you know, whatever. I guess I'll look at this teeny tiny frunk that they have. I saw a story today that showed nine covered 
what looks like cyber trucks, but we don't know if they really are outside of Giga Texas. And that was a whole story just on nine trucks sitting outside the factory. Listen, I am as excited as the next person to see what Cybertruck actually looks like when they release the production version, version, version. But we're getting a lot of people who are conveniently in the right place in the right time to share some of this. And I'm not saying it's being leaked by Tesla or some viral marketing push, but it sure seems that way sometimes. Moving on. You remember back in the beginning of the year when Tesla was deploying magic dock adapters at superchargers across the United States? And then for some reason, that seems like they stopped because everybody was concentrating on the NACS standard. And, you know, there was companies all over the place adopting it like crazy. Well, it seems like Tesla has restarted deploying those magic dock adapters, maybe not across the United States, just in Texas. Uh <laughs> A Twitter user or X user, Jared DCS at Jared DCS posted on Twitter that at least one magic dock was recently installed in Fort Worth, Texas. So maybe this is another push by Tesla to start retrofitting uh, uh, superchargers with the magic dock. And if you're not familiar with the magic dock, it's just the CCS adapter attached to the NACS adapter. It's just an adapter, but it is neat in the way that it, it gets deployed. All right, uh, let's see. Tesla is claiming former Tesla employees, now Rivian employees, breached their non-disclosure ag agreements. Tesla is claiming the former employees accessed company computers illegally to copy and steal Tesla's trade secrets on their way out the door to go and work for Rivian. In the lawsuit, Tesla says that Rivian hired 70 Tesla employees, and a few of them were caught stealing information, caught red-handed is what they said, uh, stealing information on next-generation batteries and technology. So we'll keep an eye on this. I don't know. Like, it would be really silly for Rivian to encourage Tesla employees to steal trade secrets and bring them to Rivian. I I mean, I'm not saying these employees didn't do that. I'm just saying it would be really strange for Rivian to um, accept them. Like it opens up a whole new world of trouble, legal trouble for Rivian if they get caught uh, accepting trade secrets from former Tesla employees. That does not mean that a few of these Tesla employees, former Tesla employees, thought, oh, I'm going to score some solid brownie points by bringing all this trade secret stuff to Tesla. That doesn't mean that didn't happen or wouldn't happen or couldn't happen. I guess what I'm trying to say here is that it's very unlikely that Rivian is involved. These employees just happen to be Tesla's competitor, and I'm sure they would like to hurt their competitor. Um. And maybe some of these employees did do that. Maybe they didn't. We'll find out in court, and I'll keep you posted. And now we have come to our final story. There was a hacker conference in Las Vegas, and I wrote, how, wrote down Black Hat, but now that I think about it, it might have been DEF CON. I can't remember. But anyway, there was a hacker conference in 
Vegas. It was either Black Hat or DEF CON, doesn't really matter. A team of researchers were able to hack a Tesla and get some paid upgrades for free. So the researchers used a voltage glitching hack to access these upgrades. In voltage glitching, uh, what you do is you modify the power supply voltage of a circuit so that that circuit is vulnerable for a period of time and will accept a modified code. Please don't ask me any follow-up questions on this. Through this method, the researchers were able to unlock the $300 heated rear seat upgrade completely for free. Researchers were also able to get access to the driver's personal data, like contacts, calendar appointments, call logs, Wi-Fi passwords, some of the locations that they traveled to. Uh, They were also able to get the encryption key that identifies the specific car on Tesla's network, which could potentially lead to other attacks. Uh, That just opens up a whole other world of, of problems for hacking. One of the articles that I read or implied that the hackers were able to unlock full self-driving and get that enabled for free. Uh, Another one just made it sound like they could. And actually, I think that's more of the truth. I don't think they actually unlocked anything. I think they just said, theoretically, we could unlock full self-driving without having to pay for it. Now, if you think that this is really cool, well... It is. But voltage glitching, if you try this on your own and you are untrained, you, you you could cause some damage to your vehicle and brick it, and it will unlikely be warranted. Uh, researchers were not able to do this wirelessly. They had to have physical control of the vehicle to accomplish this hack. So there's no worry unless somebody gets access to your vehicle for a certain period of time if you're concerned about that kind of thing. And researchers are also working with Tesla to plug the vulnerabilities. So that's that's a good thing too. All right. I, this isn't a story. I just have like a nice public, a, a public service announcement here. Elon talks a lot. A lot. He says a lot of grandiose things for his own uh, pleasure. I honestly do not understand the the kind of person that says controversial or fantastic things. It doesn't have to be controversial, although he's not you know immune to that. Just so that you could get attention on the internet, so you could get a laugh or whatever kind of thrill that gives you. I do not understand that. But I am also an introvert, so, you know, (laughs) maybe I'm not supposed to understand it. But Elon talks a lot, and I get told all the time things that Elon says. And they're like, oh, he's going to do this, and he's going to do this. And I I have to um, walk people back from that edge, right? It's not that I don't believe Elon doesn't think that full self-driving is going to work Within his lifetime, uh, and within his lifetime, he lives it year by year. Every year, we're going to get full self-driving, and you know, maybe we will, maybe we won't. But I thought I would share how I look at or cipher what Elon is saying. So, if he says something on social media, I give it very little credibility. There are times when it fits the story. If I'm doing a story for this show, there are times when it when it fits. I will read something that Elon said on Twitter because it makes sense. But if he just says something on Twitter, I give it very little credibility. Not every single time, but a lot of the time. Uh, 
If he's saying something in an earnings call, I give that a lot more credibility, but I tend to sort what Elon says in two different categories. So he has a normal statement, like we're going to build a factory in Mexico. We're going to call it Giga Mexico. And the car we build in Giga Mexico is going to be an affordable car. That's a normal statement. I believe that Tesla is going to do that. And then Elon has this other thing that he does in earnings calls, which are hedging his bets, statements that hedge his bets. Don't quote me on this. I'm X percent sure that this is going to be the case. I'm nearly certain. When he says that kind of stuff after a statement or or before a statement, I give it more credibility than something he says on social media, but not a lot more. Like, I don't think that Elon is a bad person. There are plenty of people out there that think he's the devil and, and that he's doing terrible things. And he's a human being who is flawed. And in the in the same way that he lets his good traits shine through, because Elon does have good tra- traits, he's pretty charitable and all that kind of stuff. And if you're having a problem or uh, you have a feature request, you can just tweet him or post a message on X. I'm not sure what we're calling that anymore. And he'll reply back uh, with a yes or no, or yeah, that makes sense. And that's that's like access to a CEO of a large company that not a lot of people get. And he still does that kind of stuff. However, he doesn't take any um, steps to hide the crazy, you know? When uh, you're in a new relationship with somebody, you're only putting your best self out there. You're hiding all those other things that you're self-conscious about and you don't want them to know about. But eventually they're going to find out about it. Elon just puts that all out there right from the get-go. And having said that, if you meet Elon in person, he's probably a lot different than his online persona. So people are complicated and there's lots of layers to people is, is really what I'm saying here. But as far as when Elon makes a statement... That's how I weigh uh, the credibility of his statements. And it's this has been happening a lot lately. So I thought maybe it would be helpful to just kind of lay out how I do it. And maybe you do it differently. And if you if you have a different way of rating Elon statements, uh, send me an email, Bodie, B-O-D-I-E at 918digital.com or a different way of thinking about it. Just let me know. I'm, I'm interested in that. You can also find me on x.com uh, at 918digital. All right, everybody. It feels good to be back. I hope you enjoyed this show. I, I uh, felt a little rusty, not going to lie. I stumbled over my words more more often than I normally do. But I hope you enjoyed the show. I hope you all have a wonderful week, and I will talk to you on Friday.